did it. He actually did it. Brett Kavanaugh, he got confirmed. And he is now officially, well, it was officially on Saturday, but I wasn't able to do my podcast then, so I'm just going to say, I'm stating it now. He is now officially um, a Supreme Court justice. So, wow. Unreal. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. It is Behind the Mic with Garrett. I am your host, Garrett Nordquist. And, whew, what a weekend, huh? What a weekend. Um, before I dive into everything, I want to make a correction really quick. Last week on my podcast, I stated that uh, Ford's allegation was that Kavanaugh um, raped her, but it was actually that um, she alleged that he uh, attempted to rape her. So I just want to make that clear. Um, and anyway, um, wow. What a weekend. Um, can you got? I, I don't know if you guys, you know, are on Twitter. Um, but wow. Even Instagram, I guess, too. There was just so many crazy videos of, like, liberals just going crazy over this uh this whole confirmation before and after on saturday when they were when they were doing the whole um vote um i guess we can go over the numbers really quick on that too um but they were just clawing at the door of the chamber where they were doing the vote it was just like (laughs) oh my god people were just going they had to barricade everything up at the at the the chambers like the building there man i just couldn't believe it i couldn't believe how crazy these people were like i I don't have that i don't have that uh that drive to do that you know i mean i don't know if they legitimately believe that he's this crazy sex deviant like sexual deviant um that they see these protesters if they actually believe that or not you know or or they're just paid to be there i i don't know I think things were coming out today and in the past couple days that there's a lot of paid protesters there. Um, But still, like, if you're not being paid, I don't have that drive. Even if I was against the guy, if I was adamantly against him, I don't, I just don't have the drive to do that. I don't think most people do. It just, like, when you see these videos, you're just like, oh my gosh, our country's insane. Like, these people are, this is like our country. Like, this is what everyone's like this. And it's like, ah, I mean, what, a thousand people? out of like 330 million I don't think it's everyone but it sure as heck seems like that when you're watching it it's pretty nuts um all right so for today's discussion I'm talking about um obviously the Kavanaugh confirmation um wrapping that up kind of like the Kavanaugh finale um if you will and um and then, and then maybe go into a little bit of um, some identity politics that I kind of hinted at last week. I don't just see where we're at with the time. Um, and maybe into the Nikki Haley thing as well. Um, that was breaking news today uh, that Nikki Haley uh, resigned uh, from uh, um, the Secretary of uh, the UN Ambassador. Yeah, UN ambassador. Jeez, my 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 mind was going blank for a second. All right, yeah, yeah, UN ambassador. Um, okay, so let's get into it. Um, the question of the day. Let's go with uh, this is this is gonna be the question of the day today. It's after this whole debacle, after this whole Kavanaugh debacle. Uh, where do we stand 
currently as a country are we more or less divided um what do you guys think where do you think we're at so far uh after this whole debacle um i i think that i i just i don't think we've gone anywhere i really don't think we're we're more or less i i feel like we're just kind of putting it like you know at a stand at a, at a standstill really with our politics today um it seems like it's crazier it does it does seem like that it does seem like we could be less divided but in the vote with the whole supreme court for the whole supreme court justice um with the republicans and the democrats they all towed the party line they all went the way they were supposed to basically except for one joe manchin on the democrat side um and i guess i can go through that really quick i mean i'm sure everyone already knows but it was 50 votes to 48 votes, 50 yeses to 48 noes. Um, so Kavanaugh got confirmed, 50 to 48. Um, the only one that switched their vote was uh, Joe Man. Well, I mean, the only one that didn't vote uh, no on the Democrat side was Joe Manchin uh, out of West Virginia. He voted yes. He confirmed Kavanaugh. Uh, I think he's up for election as well, and that's kind of a red, red, red um, area. So I think that was why it hinted at that which but it's pretty crazy i mean that's that's interesting and then susan collins um the representative from maine senator from maine she um voted yes and she was honestly looking like she was not gonna she was not gonna vote yes uh not until friday when they did cloture she she then said that she was gonna be um voting yes confirming him so that kind of like sealed the deal um, but hey, and then Jeff Flake voted yes as well. So, kind of, kind of, kind of surprising, but that's good. I mean, they, but that's what kind of why I brought me to that was. I mean, I feel like the 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 party just really toes the party line, right? There's not much switching. There's not much debate. It it the whole this whole process, and we and we knew it from the get go. The whole process was to try to stall as long as possible get through the midterms, let the Democrats win the midterms, and then be able to then say no to Kavanaugh, have Trump throw out a couple other nominees, then just keep denying them, push, stall until the next the 2020 election, then they can get their guy in or girl in in the presidency, and then they can get their own candidate uh, for Supreme Court in there, and it won't be a uh, conservative majority uh, for the for the Supreme Court. I mean, we all we we knew that was the entire purpose of this um, ca- uh, Kavanaugh debacle that's been going on for the past couple weeks. It actually month at least. Um, we knew that, so it it really just showed their true colors in the end. They wanted to extend the FBI investigations. They want they it was never enough, and we and, and, you know, we knew that we knew that we weren't stupid. We knew it was gonna happen. Um, so anyway, that was the votes. Uh, and so, so going back to the beginning, I mean, you, dang, if we didn't see it, if you guys didn't see it, you have to look up like the clawing of the door at the, at the chamber door for the Supreme court. Like people were literally clawing at it as they were doing the vote. They were trying to pry open this door, this huge door thick, like it's at like a, probably like a foot thick door. And they're trying to somehow like clawed open it was just it was hilarious um when they so during the vote 
Um, there was a press release from the Capitol Police that said that 13 people were removed and arrested from the Senate chamber. That was just <laughs> trying to break the vote up. Like, I don't know what their deal was. I don't know if if, if they thought that they were going to stop it. If if that was their... They, they legitimately thought that because... Where's your mindset and all that? It's not going to happen. You're not going to be able to stop the vote from happening because you broke in. Again, either they're paid or they're crazy. Because no no sane person is doing that. There's not. The majority of people aren't ever would never do that. You know, I'm sure there was plenty of people that didn't want Kavanaugh. But they didn't run up to the door and were banging on the door and were throwing things and protesting and forcing all these police to have to barricade the whole thing up and and have all this security everywhere and and um you know just causing all this mayhem you know the normal people were at home just going great well now we have another horrible white guy in the supreme court office or uh supreme court now whatever you know i'm sure that was i don't know if that was a thought process but i'm just saying they're they're gonna vote try to get the people they don't want in office try to get them out and then that's the end of it they're not going to do what these crazy people, crazy protesters were doing. I, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. Um, so, I don't know. I saw this New York Times thing. I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, it was, it. they came out with this article. I think it was, yeah, it was today. So, today's Tuesday the 9th. Just so you know, in case you're, I don't know what day you'll be listening to this. But I usually do my podcast after work. So, it's usually around like, seven eight o'clock at night um at night might so pacific time and so i've already had the whole day to read up on all the news and learn all this stuff so if you're listening to this the next day most likely which would probably which will be wednesday um you know you've you've already heard all that stuff and read all that um so i'm anyways uh so i'm just getting my take on it obviously uh so but it, it said the new york times said that we asked women what the kavanaugh vote means for the next generation and they had forty thousand people respond so I thought it was gonna, and it was said they asked from all party lines and and all this stuff. I don't know. I just I just thought it was kind of interesting. Like I thought it was gonna be, obviously I was biased right away and thinking it was gonna be just everyone saying that uh, you know Kavanaugh's a rapist and that um, our society is tolerating rape culture and that's what we promote now. But it wasn't. It was actually a lot of mixed people, like mixed reviews or uh, mixed opinions. And I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, like, okay, so. I just want to read like one or two that I thought were interesting. There was a lot of obviously of people that were saying like what I just said that we have a patriarchal society and this and that and we're just horrible, horrible rape culture and whatever. But um, this this lady that she she wrote and her name was um, was it Margaret Johnson and she wrote uh, and this is a New York Times article. Uh, I am pleased. That basic human rights, such as innocent until proven guilty, burden of proof is on the accuser, the need for evidence, etc., have not been removed for our society, which is nice because that's that's conf- that's validating because that's how I feel, and I think that's how a lot of people feel is that, hey, we just don't have the amount of evidence to convict this guy or to say that yeah, you're not allowed to be a Supreme Court justice because there's the evidence stacked up against you. We we don't have the evidence to to do that to to prove that he attempted uh to rape dr ford or these gang rapes or whatever that he was accused of like there was just no evidence there was no everyone there was no corroborators you know there was no one to to um 
the people that even were identified as witnesses supposedly by Ford said they don't have any memory of it. Like how there's nothing to go off of, you know, we're not, we're not trying to say that don't believe a woman, but you have to have proof. I don't know why we don't have to, while we're in this point where we're thinking that you don't have to have proof to acute, to convict someone, you know, you have to have proof. That's the society we live in. Thank God. But I don't know. Maybe we don't need to have proof anymore. It seems like we don't. So, um, anyway, uh, okay. This other one was kind of funny too. His name, her name was Nicole McKinnon. And she said, watching the childish reactions of liberals pounding and scratching at Supreme court doors, blocking roads, attacking people on the right, chasing politicians or pundits through subways at a restaurants, etc., has only firmed my stance on my beliefs. Um, and then she put her lesson was if you're every victim of sexual harassment or assault, speak up when it happens. And that's what I think is crucial is that I know for women, it's going to be extremely difficult. Uh, fit, like if, if they are sexually, God forbid, sexually assaulted um, or raped or, you know, whatever. Um, I know it's obviously it's going to be insanely difficult, but that's the only way that they can prevent that man from doing it again. You know, you want to you want to prevent that guy from ever doing something so heinous to anyone else. You don't want someone else to suffer what you had suffered. And the only way that's going to happen is if you go to the police and you report it. And then they do an investigation and then they find this guy and then they throw him in jail forever. Like that's the goal. And if you don't speak up, if you don't do all these things, if you don't have all this evidence and all this stuff, then that guy's going to walk around for life without having to and maybe doing it to more people. So I think that's really crucial and that's obviously a, something that you should learn and that's a lesson obviously to be learned. Um, but yeah, I, th I don't know. I thought I, there's a whole bunch of stuff on there, a whole bunch of responses from a lot of women. I just thought it was interesting um, that it wasn't just a bunch of, of um, women's like hating on Kavanaugh and saying we live in a rape culture. Um, but anyway, it was again, it was called We Asked Women What the Kavanaugh Vote Means for the Next Generation and 40,000 Responded. That was like the New York Times um, article. It was pretty cool. Uh, anyway, so Kavanaugh joined the court today. It was the first day of him in the court. Um, it, he got to take part in the, his first oral argument session. So, you know, he gets he gets his inaugural day today, and and uh, yeah, it seemed like it went okay. And I don't know, we'll see what happens. We'll see how he operates. We'll see how how the what the future holds for him um he wasn't the most conservative judge to begin with so that was what was so insane was that they thought that he was such a um a, like a conservative judge when he he really didn't have that kind of a record um so we'll see Mo more likely than not um he'll probably be conservative maybe more centrist uh but anyways we'll see hopefully hopefully uh, Roe v. Wade is overturned somehow, which is what the liberals didn't want. But God forbid, you know, we we keep kids alive. We 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 protect babies. That would be just horrible. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But anyway. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna dive into my my next topic. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna save my next topic. Sorry. Until next time. I wanted to dive into a, a, a identity politics and I keep wanting to do this, but um, I'm already like too far in <laughs> my time. I'm trying to keep these short and I never get stick to the 10 minute time frame. So uh, anyway, 
I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, please, please, please subscribe to me on iTunes. And if you're Android users on Google on Google Podcasts, and um, subscribe and leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. Five stars as always. I mean, come on, you can't do a one star; it's impossible. You only can click five. Um, I would really appreciate it. Write a review, do whatever. That would really help out a lot with this podcast. Also, um, you want to follow me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is the real Garrett N. So at the real Garrett N, and then Instagram it's the real Garrett Nordquist. So if you want to follow me on, on social media, there you go. I, po- I post my shenanigans on there and whatnot. Keep up to date on stuff. Um, and then I guess I'll, I'll tell you guys the next topic. Obviously, it's probably going to be identity politics. But I'm really kind of focusing the show more on just up-to-date stuff of, of like current events. Like what's in the news? What's going on? Um, I might have podcasts where I, I, I just don't talk about the news. I'm just kind of focused on a topic like a specific thing that I think is crucial. Like, again, like I've been saying identity politics, which I think is very important and it occurs in our society right now. And um, I probably will uh, pursue that more so in the future, but I really kind of want to touch on that next week. Um, And then I'll probably go into, or next podcast, sorry. And then I'll probably, um, probably go into more like, of like the current events and stuff of what's going on. Um, So anyways, um, I appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate you listening to the podcast, supporting the podcast. Um, I want to end, like I said, I usually want to do is uh, I want to end with an inspirational verse to kind of help you guys with your um, with your day, uh, kind of put you at ease and 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 maybe even make you think a little bit about you know where you stand, um, where your faith is if you have none, if you have a lot, you know where you're at. Emo- um, mentally is is very crucial in how you live your life obviously and your psyche and and you know it's just important to have a perspective and i think this helps a lot as well so anyways this one this uh verse is ephesians oh it's the book is ephesians um and it's 2:10 and uh or sorry it's ephesians 2:8 and uh to 10 so here it is it's um for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works lest anyone should boast for we are here for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them again i hope you guys have a great rest of your day or night and uh, hopefully we'll see you next time this is behind the mic peace